All right, the gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter this morning. If you found that, will you say amen? Amen. amen. Verse number 11, the Bible simply says this morning, and he said, a certain man, this is not a parable, all right? This is a, a speaking specificity about a specific individual. A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted with substance with riotous living, And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his field to feed the swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it. And let us, thank God, let us. (laughs) You realize they were incomplete. They were not whole until that boy come back home. <laughs> Let us. <laughs> hey, thank God there's going to be a day that every one of us are made complete. And let us and be merry. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in your presence, I pray today, dear God, Lord, that you'd help me to get my wind. I pray today, dear God, you'd preach the word of God, Lord, with fervency. Lord God, with passion and with power, I pray today, Holy Spirit of God, inhabit every thought that I have. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you would anoint my stammering tongue, my lips of clay. I pray, dear God, Lord, you'd cleanse my mind and empty me of self. I pray, God, that you'd help me not to say anything you do not want me to say. And Lord, help me to say everything that you want me to say. I pray, Holy Spirit of God, Lord, for a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I pray, Lord God, that you would speak to each and every single one of us. And Father, I thank you today, Lord God, for completion in the will of God. We love you. 
We thank you. We give you glory. And we give you honor. In Jesus' precious name, together the church says, Amen. You can be seated. This morning, if I could, this morning before I get into the uh, the meat of the message, so to speak, I, I want us to understand, I believe this was a God-fearing family. I believe that this father did all that he could to be able to raise this child. I heard Brother Tony Hudson preached this uh, scripture uh, and he said what's missing and he emphasized uh, uh, that the mother was not mentioned in the story. And Brother Tony uh, spent a great deal of time dealing with the mother and dealing with her responsibilities and dealing with the father in his responsibilities. But that's not where we're at today. If I can this morning, I'd like to deal with the son. Uh, amen. If you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of Deuteronomy this morning with me. Uh, it's important that you see this. Uh, I believe that it will open up a, a key to this scripture in Luke that we read in your hearing uh, into the book of Deuteronomy, the 21st chapter, if God would allow us this morning, in the 21st chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. This morning as we look at this scripture, I believe this morning that this family was much like many of the families that are sitting here together. I believe this morning that there are families here today that try to raise their children in the right way. Amen. Amen. We bring them to the house of God. We thank God bring them to Sunday school. Uh, uh, we may teach them at home and we ought to. Uh, the word of God. I believe this morning that your family uh, and my family uh, and this family were much the same. Uh, but there came a time uh, where this young man, uh, amen, had a free will. Uh, he knew right from wrong uh, and he decided, uh, amen, to leave. Uh, and according I hope you kept your finger there in Gospel of Luke chapter 15. Uh, amen. Uh, according to the scripture, uh, he had devoured the living uh, with harlots. In verse number 30, we did not read that. Uh, but there is a testimony uh, that the, his brother gave. Uh, his brother said, But as soon as thy son was come, uh, which had devoured thy living with harlots... Uh, Amen. Uh, maybe they heard a rumor in the community. Uh, maybe they hadn't heard from the boy. Uh, maybe they hadn't heard from the son. Uh, but maybe they heard from somebody uh, that had seen the boy. Uh, amen. Uh, have you ever seen... Uh, now let me say this respectfully. Alright. Uh, have you ever seen somebody uh, that was struggling with an addiction uh, that the toils of sin uh, had taken an effect on their body? Uh, maybe their jaw was sunk back, their cheeks were sunk back. Y'all know what I'm about this morning. Maybe their teeth were falling out. Maybe they had needle marks all up their arms. And you could tell. Amen. Let me stop right here. Amen. No matter what they look like right now, that's somebody's son. That's somebody's daughter. You understand what I'm telling you this morning? And there is not a mother or a father that I've ever met before that have raised their children and said, I'm going to raise my child to be an addict. I'm going to raise my child to be a thief. I'm going to raise my child to be a murderer. No. I believe that mommy and daddy wants the best for their children. Would you agree with me right there? 
But there come a time where that child has to make up their own mind how they're going to live their life. I hope you're agreeing with me this morning. Amen. The book of Deuteronomy and the 21st chapter, if you found that, would you give me a big amen? Look with me in verse 18. Now let me just stop right here and say this is not, uh, amen, the way that you ought to raise your kids in today's day and time under grace. If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son which shall not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother and that when they have chastened him will not hearken unto him, unto them. Then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of the city and into the gate of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shalt thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall fear. You say, preacher, why did you read that scripture that seems to be uh, uh, such boldness and brash? Uh, it is the law of God. Amen. But I want you to look this morning with me in the Gospel of Luke concerning this father. Amen. The Bible says in verse number 12, And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his, his living. And not many days. I want you to get that. It's really important. Amen. Do you realize that, let's say that it's on a Monday, when the boy came, and the father gave him his earning, his inheritance. And the Bible said, and not many days. That tells me that Monday night he went to sleep in his father's house. That tells me on Tuesday daddy might have passed him in the kitchen. That tells me on Wednesday daddy might have passed him in the living room. Amen. That daddy no doubt was hurt inside. That daddy was destroyed because of the rebellion of the son. But his daddy according to the law could have took him out and could have had him stoned according to the law but grace thank God for grace amen that father loved that boy and choosing rather not to hurt him amen choosing rather for him to have his free will allowed him to go now preacher why are you telling me this do you realize that when you get saved the Holy Ghost of God comes in and sets up shop and lives in your heart amen and do you realize this morning that when man or woman backslides on the Lord, uh, what we're doing is we're rebelling against the Father. Amen. amen. What we're doing is we're saying, God, uh, amen, give me what I got uh, and let me go. Amen. You know what God could do if He wanted to? Uh, he could take you out of this world like that. Amen. But God lets us freely go. 
And I think about the heart of God as it's broken. Whenever that we were once baptized by the Holy Ghost, born again, got up off of an altar, pastor, laid our lives down. He wrote our name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. He's living in us. He's loving on us. But He's letting us make our own minds up. I have to, have to imagine the mind of God, the heart of God. Whenever we stand and shake our fist in the face of God and say, God, I know what's best for me in my life. Preacher, I'd never do that. Well, isn't that what we're doing whenever that God tells us to do something and we say no? Amen. Isn't that what we're doing whenever that God speaks to us and says you need to be faithful and we say, Lord, I'd rather stay home and watch the television. I mean, isn't that really this morning what I'm talking about? Is whenever that a father or a mother has been hurt by a rebellious action of their child? Amen. When Kelly and I came out here 15 years ago, the first place we said, Brother Rods, was about right there. And Sister Karen Thaxton, Karen Hunt, sat over there. And she and Kelly would keep our kids locked in the aisle. Amen. And she told Kelly and Wilma got on the same boat. And she said, while they're this size, they'll walk all over your feet. But when they get older, they'll walk all over your heart. And I don't believe there's ever been a more true statement made into my parenting. You understand this morning, mom and dad, we want the best for our children. We want them to live right, to walk right, to talk right. We don't want them to do anything wrong. But understand today, they're going to make mistakes. They might even drift away from your will. They might even drift away from what you want in their life. But don't give up on them. Don't quit on them. Keep praying for them. And love them in spite of who they are. I want you to look at this. We see this morning in verse number 14, the Bible said when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine. Amen. God sent that famine. Amen. Because he had no more self-will or self-worth to depend on. And he began to be in want. Look with me in verse 15. We see him sliding down. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. The swine, the hogs, the pigs. Amen. The pork belly, the pork rinds, the bacon, the sausage. Hallelujah. Amen. It's an abomination unto the Jews. Amen. But this young man in his rebellious act, he was now living in such a sinful state. He was lower than he'd ever thought that he would go. Sin will cost you far more than you ever thought you'd be willing to pay. Amen. It'll send you farther than you ever thought you'd go. Watch this. We see him sliding down. Look with me this morning in verse 17. We see this self-pity. Amen. The Bible said in verse 16, And he would have fain filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Amen. In verse 17 he said, And when he came to himself, he said, How many of the hired servants in my father's house have enough bread or have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. You know what he was doing? 
doing. He was developing something that is called a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Amen. He had gotten so low. Amen. He was in such a place, such a predicament. He was sin sick. Amen. Thank God for conviction. Amen. I mean, you've got to get to the point in your life where you're sorry for your sins. Amen. You've got to get to the point in your life you're tired of what you've been getting because you're going to keep getting what you've been getting if you don't change what you've been doing. Amen. We see self-pity. Look in verse 18. We see simple plan. He said, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I thank God this morning for a simple plan. But do you realize this morning it's one thing to say I'll do better. It's one thing to say I'll get in church. It's one thing to say I'll live my life right. See, we all think this morning that we can do it in our own time. I mean, we all think, well, I'm just going to live like I want to live. And when the opportunity gets right, I'll give my life to God. When the opportunity, listen, you can't give your life to God on your terms. No man can come to the Father save the Son. Amen. And the Spirit of God is what draws us. Amen. You realize, amen, you might go in the hospital tomorrow. Amen. I hope you don't, okay? And they might come in and they might say, well, we found a tumor and you got five days to live. And you might say, call the preacher. I get that, by the way. Call the preacher. And I might come and I might read some scripture and we might pray. But if God's not dealing with you, you can't get saved. Man, we hit a stump right there, didn't we? I'll just circle the boat around until we get hung, hung, okay? Amen. I might lose a jig, but hallelujah, I ain't lost a rod. You understand this morning, honey, that when we live our life, we live according to the will of God like this. In Him we live, we move, and we have our being. Not one time when I got up today did I say, Son, shine for me. Not one time did I say, Heartbeat. Or did I say, Lungs inhale. You understand their involuntary reflexes that God allows us to have in our life. 23 seconds, I believe it is, if I remember correctly, what it takes for the heart to beat and for the blood to pass through your circulatory system. Amen. That means the heart's got to beat to carry the oxygen to all of your organs. There ain't not one of you that has done that on your own. It has been by the grace of God. So we can have a plan Amen, I'll get married. Me and my spouse will get in church and we'll do right. But what happens is that plan never comes. My God, I thank God for a simple plan. Look here, he said in verse 18, I'll reread it. He said, I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Amen. Make me as one of the hired servants. He had a good plan and it sounded good, didn't it? Amen. 
You know what? There's something different about this young man and most people in 2023. This man was under conviction. See, without conviction, there cannot be a conversion. Amen. And without a conversion, there cannot be a change. Amen. Watch what this young man did. Look with me in the next verse. Uh, thank God not only do we see the self-pity in the simple plan, uh, we see the standing up. Uh, and he arose. Uh, you remember back there in the book of Ruth? Uh, amen. The first chapter down around verse 6. Uh, whenever that Ruth had heard, uh, thank God that there was bread in Bethlehem. Uh, you know what she did? Uh, well, let me tell you what she didn't do. Uh, she didn't stay down there in Moab uh, where there wasn't nothing to eat. Uh, she didn't stay down there out of fellowship with God. Uh, she got up and she said, I'm going back to Father's house. And you realize this morning that's what this young man did. He stood up and he arose. He got his self-pity gathered up. He got his conviction gathered up. He got his simple plan gathered up. And he said, I'm going to put one foot in front of another. Daddy might not want to see me, but I'll never know until I try. It's like the old boy that was on the train heading for home. And he told the preacher, he said preacher we're just about coming up on home would you look out and see if there's a white ribbon hanging in the tree he said boy I'll look he looked and there was an old mama and an old daddy had a big white sheet and rags hanging in the tree and they were saying come home come home come home and you realize that's what God wants for you and I today for us to come home 2023, you want a fresh start? Let's look on. What does this boy have waiting on him? I'm glad you asked, man. He arose and came to his father. Look at this statement. Here the story turns. But when he was a great way off, his father saw him. You know, the servants, they might have looked and said, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Another servant, he might have stepped up and said, I can't tell who it is. But you know what the father did? I know who it is. I see his I see his resemblance. Hey man, there ain't nobody made like him. That's my boy. That's my son. Look with me this morning. Hey man, I want you to look. And he rose and came to his father. But when his father was a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. Hey man, and ran and fell on his neck. You understand this morning. Hey man, let me illustrate this if I can. Just for a moment. Brother Adam, can I use you and maybe one of your youngins? And if they won't cooperate, We'll grab somebody else's. Amen. 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 I want you to watch this. Remember in Deuteronomy when this rebellious boy come home? Amen. It was according to the law. Just have him to stand there beside of you if you would, high brother Israel. And you realize, amen, the elders of the community, they could have stoned that boy. They could have killed him. But you know what the father did? Fall on him. Don't hurt him. He fell on him, fell on his neck. Amen. Turn around like this, brother. I want you to look. You can't get to the boy. You can't get to him. You can't. You've got to go through the father to get to the boy. Amen. And the boy, the father, thank God, sheltered him, fell on his neck, had compassion, and loved on him. You can go, brother Adam. Thank God. You know this morning that's the same thing God wants to do to you and I. He wants to keep the devil 
from destroying your life. He wants to keep the devil from throwing the stones at your life. You say, preacher, what do you mean this morning? Do you know the Bible teaches that the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy? You realize that this morning, amen, we see, thank God, a welcome repentance. And the son said in verse 21, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight am no more worthy to be called thy son. We see that welcome repentance. Look with me in verse 22. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Now I want you to pay this close attention. The father did not say, Son, where you been? It doesn't matter. The father didn't say, What have you done? It doesn't matter. The father didn't say, Do you still have the money that I give you? It doesn't matter. All the father wanted to do was to give him a welcome restoration. Amen. Look with me this morning. The robe, thank God. He said bring forth the best robe. That robe, thank God, it represents identity. What do you mean by that? The servants didn't have on a robe. Amen. The neighbors didn't have on a robe. But the son had on a robe. And when you looked at the son, thank God, you know what God was doing? He was restoring him. Gave him a robe. Look on. He said bring a ring and put it on his finger. You know what that ring represents? The authority. Now that boy had the same authority as the father. He once was lost, but now he's found. He once was blind, but now he sees. He was once living in the world, but now he's in father's house. And he's got the same power that the father had. Preacher, what do you mean by that? I want you to look on with me and we see the shoes. Thank God we see a welcomed restoration. The shoes, they represent prestige. What do you mean by that preacher? The servants didn't get shoes. The servants went around barefooted trying to provide a man for their master. But the son... He got on a robe. Thank God he got on shoes. Thank God he got on a ring. What do you mean by that? When you look at him, he looks different than the world. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, holy, holy. Thank God we can all stand to roll around in it. Holy and acceptable unto Him, which, unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be ye not conformed to this world. Amen. Here's in concrete forms, Ricky. And be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. Old things have passed away. He might have been ragged. He might have come dragging in there Smelling like pigs He might have been covered in slop Thank you Lord Amen I want you to look this morning He might have come back He might have, well, I know he didn't have any shoes on Amen The father said bring him shoes Amen He might have been covered in hog manure In hog slop And the father said put the robe on him You know what that did He covered up all the transgression He covered up every where he went. He covered up everything he did. Thank God we can have restoration today. Come on, Brian and Wendy. I'm going to need that oxygen tank. Pastor John's going to start bringing. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, the Father don't care. 
No matter who you slept with, no matter how much you drank, no matter how much you snorted, amen, no matter how much you gambled, all the Father wants is you. Preacher, I don't believe that. Amen. How about when Abraham took that boy Isaac up the mountain, laid him down on the altar, was about ready to, amen, had that knife true back, was about ready to cut him, was about ready to kill him, and was about ready to offer him. Thank God then the voice out of glory, the angel spoke and said, Abraham, Abraham, do thy son no harm. You know what God wanted? God didn't want Abraham, or God didn't want Isaac. All he wanted was Abraham. Amen. You realize this morning, all God wants is you. Very simple. Very simple. No matter where we've gone, let me just say this. You cannot hide from the power of God. You cannot escape the convicting power of the Holy Spirit of God. You say, preacher, when we leave here, I'm going to get drunk. You can get drunk, but God will still be there. <laughs> I don't believe that, preacher. How about Brother Mike Ingram? Hey, man. Doped up, hey man, had liquor running in his veins, had a bag of marijuana, thank God. He pulled out of Tate Holler and the Holy Ghost was dealing with him. He threw it out the window, glory to God. Pulled in the parking lot in shorts, no shoes, and no shirt. Thank God he came just as he was. And you know what God did? God put shoes on him. God put a new robe on him. God put a ring on him. And God made him one of his own. Do you realize this morning... The psalmist David said, If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. Neighbor, you understand, if you go to hell, it'll be against the will of God. You'll step over the blood of God. And you'll not go there and have a party. It'll be because you rebelled against the will of God. Amen. You say, preacher, that's awful hard. Listen, would you rather be stoned? According to the Word of God, Deuteronomy 21 and 18, if they had a rebellious son, they could take him. He wouldn't listen. They could have had him stoned. Amen. That's in the book now. Don't you look at me like a calf looking at a new gate. Amen. I'm not preaching no foreign doctrine. But what God did, He gave us grace. He gave us mercy. Amen. Stand with